0: Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of ageing well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the awesome co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is a rock star. He is a legend. He is Dr. Damien Christoph Damo. Well,
3: Marcus, so excited about today. What a ripper interview we've got lined
0: up. Well, this is so exciting. It's been on the cards for some time. Yeah, you may have been one of the 170,000 people to have seen his um, presentation on YouTube. Many people say that um, aging is something to be feared, but if you have a look at Charles Eugster's presentation uh, from the TEDx um, uh, event in Zurich, you'll know that bodybuilding at age 93 is a great idea, and that's exactly what Charles (laughs) spoke about. We are joined by a living legend, the man at the center of this video. Is 93 year old Charles so He's a retired dentist and today dedicates his life to keeping active, to aging well, and to sharing his message with the world. He's the winner of over 100 rowing events, including 36 Masters Golds. And he's been kind enough to join us at 6 o'clock in the morning over in Zurich. And he's been kind enough to join us. Charles, a very warm 100 not out welcome to you. Um, uh,
2: just me, I didn't quite understand that question.
0: We just wanted to say welcome to you, Charles. Many thanks for joining us on the line from Zurich.
2: Oh, pleasure. Delighted to be here. Delighted. It's an enormous pleasure. Great. It's an honour for me
3: charles we, uh, we have this podcast, a podcast is like a radio station, and in Australia, uh, we sit on a radio station that 's the most popular wellness radio station in australia and uh, and we 're honored to have you on our call today and we, we try to teach people about the wonders and the the magic of aging well and When we found out about you. We realised that there is someone in this world who is doing ageing beautifully, and and we had to get a hold of you. So, thank you for coming on. It is an absolute honour for us to have you on here. And and you know, oh, I,
2: you're uh, you're very kind. I'd like to make uh, one small uh, correction. I'm not 93. I'm 94.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Got to Cor- be proud of that too. Correction noted. Correction noted. Well done. Now, Charles, um, you're you're an incredibly vain man which we love because both marcus and i are also vain we both look at ourselves in the mirror not when we're standing next to each other but we we both do uh, look in the mirror at ourselves sometimes i'm unhappy and displeased with how i look so i go and do some more exercise i, I believe that that's the way in which you got inspired to get your body back into shape is that correct uh yes
2: yes <laughs> there's uh there's a, there's a another thing that um Uh, has helped me enormously, and that is uh, competition.
1: Uh Ah, yes.
2: Now, um, competition uh, has uh, two great advantages. The first advantage is that you obviously train more. The other advantage is that you get an adrenaline rush. Now, I'm one of those people that uh, believe that... um, Occasional adrenaline rushes are essential for health, and uh, people today seem to uh, get their adrenaline rushes by uh, just watching a football match or uh, perhaps a, uh, some sort of dramatic show on uh, TV, which of course does not give a really true adrenaline rush. I personally think that uh, the best adrenaline rush is in uh, competition.
0: Well, Charles, may I just add that I think uh, I'm going to play a part of what you shared in Zurich here, and I think you might be talking about another adrenaline rush. Maybe I'll just play this and we can have a listen and and talk about this.
2: Imbalance. Exercise. Vanity is a huge asset. (laughs) Even even at eighty-seven, I wanted Anadoni's body in order to turn the heads of these sexy young seventy-year-old girls <laughs> on the beach. I wanted a six-pack, but my coach said we must first work on my bottom, which she said was a catastrophe.
0: <laughs> so, Charles, I'm thinking that uh, the adrenaline rush that you looking for was the adrenaline of attention from females uh, some years younger than you so that you could feel just that little bit more uh, attractive and younger and as you say vanity being a beautiful thing it had no greater accountability than the mirror <laughs>
1: <laughs> i want
0: yes, to know how uh... well it's worked for you charles it's, it's obviously <laughs> something that's working quite well for you considering by the success and just by the results that you've got here
2: well, um, uh, we, can, uh, we, can always, we can always be better, and we can always improve, and um, in uh, my personal opinion, uh, um, exercise is, in fact, not the most important thing.
1: Ah.
2: Tell us more <laughs> about that. Most, the most important thing is
1: work.
3: Yeah, I heard, on, I heard you say that. I heard you say that, and I love that when you retire, you're basically checking out. I um,
2: no, I, um, I I'm that. Uh, re- retirement is is for me something something um, awful.
1: Yeah, re- re-
2: retirement is is terrible. Mm. Now, um, I think you had something on your previous programs about uh, what was its um, self worth yes and um, as one of the most important things and the important thing for me is um, contribution to society that's right um, you will you will find that um, uh, people that have jobs um, up to old age the of course, the... Um, how shall I put it, the person that really personifies that is the queen. The queen doesn't retire. Love it. She is 87. She still has an amazing program that she gets
1: through. Yeah. There
2: are people like um, Simon Peres, who is the president of Israel at the age of 90. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, Devalera, De who's unfortunately passed away, who... Who at ninety was the president of Israel? You have Picasso, who was working at the age of ninety. Work is terribly important for successful aging.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, so Charles, right. can I ask you for the you know for the millions of people out there that have just had um, regular jobs, and I'm even interested in your own personal circumstances as a dentist who. I'm not sure if you're still uh, practicing dentist part-time but when you do finish your job, how have you transferred into still um, making, I suppose, um, contributions to society that you feel good about? Like, What what do you do these days that makes you feel like you're making a, a great contribution to society?
2: Well, if I, can, uh, if I can talk about myself, I uh, practiced dentistry until I was 75. Right. And um, when I was uh, 58, I started a publication, a um, dentist newsletter, which I continued until I was 82. <laughs> and um at that particular time my wife had died and i wasn't feeling particularly good and i thought that i would only live until i was 85 and so i i got rid of the um publication which was a huge mistake and after that i was unemployed for um Eight years, which didn't do me any good at all. But I managed to find employment again at the age of 90 until uh, 92 for a fitness group. Wow. And uh, wh- what I'm doing now is I'm, uh, I'm uh, how to put it, an author trying to write a book. Uh, the uh, point is this, that when one reaches... Uh, Retirement. The most important thing uh, to remember is that retirement is either voluntary or involuntary unemployment. And unemployment is something that is extremely dangerous for your health. Absolutely. And uh, they are, there are lots of um, studies about that. In fact, I can quote one now that uh, has been recently published in the Journal of the American Medical Association about the burden of disease involving involving 488 scientists in 50 different countries, and um, if you retire, on the average, you will be uh, disease-free until the age of 68. That's to say, you'll just have three years of healthy retirement, and... um, The report also goes on uh, to talk about disability and disability starts at, at about the age of 73 and um after that it is estimated that uh, most of us have um, uh 10 lost years that is an increase of uh, one year after the uh, last um census now uh that is an absolute horrible uh situation Mm. um uh people uh people after retirement are, um, how shall I put it, most people are sick. In fact, uh, there are statistics from the United States that uh, suggest that 92.2% of people over 65 have one or more chronic diseases.
0: Yeah, it's disgusting, isn't it?
2: No, we are... uh, um, as I put it, we we are destroying old age, and it's in fact, in my personal opinion, it's just a matter of uh, changing our lifestyle, and uh, it it can be done.
3: Now, Charles, I think I agree with you, absolutely. You do actually, at one point, say that exercise can heal 40% of health conditions, uh, which I love, and I'll get to that in a moment, but there's obviously a number of other things that you could do with your lifestyle, and obviously, working is one of them. Food's got to be another one, and exercise has got to be another one. How would you rate them in which order is most important, and
2: which... I would... uh I would rate them in the following order. Number one is work. Number two is. Diet or nutrition, yes. And number three is exercise. I love it. Um, in this report that I mentioned, the uh, high, uh, the largest, biggest health risk for humanity at the present time is um, food. Is nutrition we. We consume um artificial foods that we have um, uh, we, that we have manufactured. We also pour tons of sugar into uh, foods and of course also salt but um, uh, the fact is that we have at the present time a diabetes pandemic, which is a result of um, obesity. And the um, diabetes pandemic is now, uh, it's increased to over... 8% 8% of the world's population, which is absolutely Terrible. unbelievable. Terrible. And you must imagine that only 50% of the. Um, of, this, of the diabetes uh, has been diagnosed so that you can estimate that about 12% of the world's population has uh, diabetes which is a chronic disease which, which something is extremely difficult to cure and the cost are going to be enormous. It's, uh... So it's absolutely essential that every one of us on this planet pays more attention to his or her health.
3: We totally agree. We're on your we're on your side of the court there, now, well, Charles, I'm so good. <laughs> We're absolutely on your side of the court. It's interesting because as a nutritionist and a naturopath, I'm also a chiropractor. I deal with people with diabetes all the time, and in particular type two diabetes, it's actually not a difficult disease to get on top of. It's actually really really easy to get on top of, but it's diet and exercise related. So what what are the what are the key things that you do, Charles, every single day with your food? What do you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner?
2: Dinner. Oh well, that that is something that uh, may interest you. That uh, I I have I have porridge for breakfast. <laughs> yes i'm uh, i'm not uh, gluten uh, sensitive and um i also uh, hear that um uh, cereals have the danger of um, having what is it uh, myco mycotoxins <laughs> But um, porridge seems to do me good, especially if I if I put in a little bit of um, linseed. What I've been trying is um, putting some linseed with my porridge and some sunflower seeds to very sort of make a little bit. Uh, but um, nice. apart from that, I have um, one, two, three, perhaps three or four different types of fruit. Enormous amount of fruit in the morning. Excellent. And um, midday, perhaps uh, not too much, a light lunch. The the idea that I always try to do is to have um, at least uh, five different um, fresh fruits or vegetables
1: every day. That's nice.
2: And how
3: often would you have a red meat meal? Would you have red meat once a week, three times a week, five times um, a week?
2: Red meat, um, uh, very often. I mean, uh, every day I'd either have meat or um, fish, very nice. and of course, as another source of protein, uh, legumes. <laughs> Uh, should uh, i like to have them in in the diet too well done. but um there is a, there is a point here I I'd, I'd like to make it's um when you when you get old as I as you as you mentioned the thing that uh, bothered me was the uh, deterioration of uh, my body at about the age of uh, 87 um <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Um, but most people lose their their muscle mass.
3: Yeah, they get sarcopenia. Uh,
2: and that's sarcopenia. Yes. Um now uh, we have discovered that that can be corrected but it is um um difficult uh, Psychopenia, apparently it starts as a, it starts probably about the age of uh, 50 we with my coach we've uh, we've discovered that um we can uh, rebuild muscle in in old age
1: um
2: with um, um Intensive uh, resistance exercises. You have to exercise your muscles to exhaustion. Um, But it only works if uh, you take uh, supplements of uh, whey protein and um, uh, what should also be included is an amino acid called leucine. Oh.
1: Um,
2: uh, the the these amino two, acid. <laughs> These two things, uh, these two... Um, Supplements are very important. I've, I've tried uh, building muscle without and it just doesn't work but um, with this with the addition of uh, whey uh, supplements uh, the best thing is whey isolate. Yeah, I was hoping you'd say that. Uh, and and um, uh, that is uh that is uh, extremely important well, um, well. and the other interesting thing about um, uh, intensive exercise is the a, a report that uh, recently uh, came out of uh, england to uh, suggest that in um, intensive resistance exercise or intensive um Interval exercise is um, anti-inflammatory. Um, that means that chronic diseases can be prevented by intensive exercise.
0: Love
3: that! It's, yeah, it's fabulous.
0: Love. And the thing is, Charles, you're living examples of this. You're not just sharing the knowledge; you're actually living it by doing it. And it's fair to say your muscle mass is probably much more than people that are, um, you know, two thirds of your age, uh, Charles. So
1: um,
0: you're certainly a walking example of what you're talking about. Just before I ask you, or I want to play one more part of your TED talk. What's your exercise regime, Charles? What you know, in every every seven days, what are you up to from a movement perspective?
2: Uh, the um, important thing about exercise regime is that it must be continuously changed. Uh, the exercise regime, regardless of what you do, should only um, uh, be undertaken for a, a period of uh, five to six days. Uh, for five to six weeks and after that it should be completely changed and uh, what is also important is of course the uh, recovery periods uh, if you do um, endurance exercise for example I was um, uh, being an oarsman it's mainly um, endurance um, I was able uh, to train uh, six days a week which I was uh, which. I I was doing until about uh, 88 or 89, but that did not uh, prevent my uh, body from uh, deteriorating.
1: Um,
2: So um, what I have to do now is, of course, a combination of endurance and um, hypertrophy or strength or uh, strength exercises, yes. and when when you do the strength exercises, it's important that you have a, a recovery period. Yes. And uh, when I, I I joined a bodybuilding club, and uh, um, the uh, my, my coach, who was a previous Mister Universe, he he said that uh, I must only train three times a week. Now this was, of course, a, a shock to me because I was training six days a week. Um, and uh, he, he says that after, after um, hypertrophy training, that is to say training to build muscle, um, you, you have to have a day of um, recovery. Uh, because it's in the recovery period that the muscles are built. In fact, there are some people who claim that uh, the muscles are built in your sleep. Uh, sleep is extremely important for, um, for uh, uh, building muscle. It's absolutely essential that one gets um, uh, sufficient uh, sleep. And uh, my, my training... Um, it varies enormously. Um, at the at the moment, we're beginning to uh, train for a uh, general fitness uh, competition. And we uh, we are only just started because the uh we we've been um, training uh, for rowing uh at this um for this uh v- Varese competition that i mentioned previously um and uh, what happened there was we had a rather unfortunate situation that because i i had an injury to my leg um in fact i i only had about what was it about 5 weeks to train for the race and um I found myself facing a training program of um six days a week intensive training. Now um <laughs> the um after a short period I, I found myself um sleeping uh two days flat. <laughs> But uh, the interesting thing was that uh, we we discovered that uh, it, it is possible for a over 90-year-old to train in, intensively um, six days a week, but it is something that I will certainly not recommend. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It would have been rather
0: intense, Charles. It sounds like your exercise is fantastic. I just want to move on to, to another point, if I may, that you were very passionate about, again, at your TED Talk in Zurich, and that was something that I'm very passionate about, and that is the perceptions of ageing. I'm just going to play, before I ask you a couple of questions, um, some of what you said in Zurich. So I'll play that now.
2: Under 15. But man has destroyed the wonder of ageing by transforming it into an age of degeneration and disease. 92.2% 92.2% of the over 65 in the United States has one or more chronic diseases. 40% of the 60 plus take five or more medicaments a day. 45% of the 85 plus have Alzheimer's. Natural, healthy Ageing is unseen, covered by a blanket of disease. In fact, it is falsely assumed that disease is a natural consequence of ageing. Lift up the blanket and there could be surprises.
0: So Charles, I'm fascinated by those comments because it's something Damien and I find ourselves talking about a lot first of all the question is from your perspective in your opinion what how do you think we've got into this mess where we automatically assume that disease is a natural consequence of aging
2: um, we've um, well as I, as i mentioned um, re- retirement is a um, as i put it it's a red flag for me, and um, i uh, uh i i think personally this is my own personal opinion is uh retirement has uh, played an enormous role in um in this uh in this uh, situation uh what has encouraged me recently is that uh, i I've, I've discovered that about uh, 16% of the uh, 65 uh, plus in america and uh, uk 16% are gainfully employed which is uh, something uh, that uh, that gives me that gives me hope but um uh for for most people um uh one one talks about um age uh, related uh, disease that is to say one um assumes uh, that um age is an important factor now it may be a factor but uh in the present situation i personally do not think that it is the main situation um, at the at the moment in time i i do not take any um, medicaments um, i what do i take i i take um, uh Omega three and uh, vitamin D as a supplement, but that's that's about it. Um,
3: Fantastic! It's so good uh, to hear. It's, so good to hear. So many people actually do take medications. You know, my grandfather, who's ninety four at the moment, he's the same age as you, born in nineteen nineteen. He um, he only started taking medication about two years ago, and it's because the doctor said, "Oh my gosh, you're ninety two and you're not taking any medication we better put you on a cholesterol medication and because he listens to the doctor he has been doing that it distresses me nowhere and he's did he's getting side effects and all those sorts of things and so it really does worry me before we finish up charles what i want to ask you is you mentioned that uh, your personal trainer said that your backside was a catastrophe is your backside now not a catastrophe
1: <laughs>
2: uh, we are we are still uh, w- working on it, and um, I can assure you that it is by no means ideal.
0: <laughs> now, Charles, there's a line kilometres long, of seventy year old women in their bikinis on the Australian beaches wanting to pinch your backside. I think they want to pinch it, as you call it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh fantastic Hey Charles I really want to thank you on behalf of Damien and I And all of our listeners for joining us on 100 Not Out today Especially I'm not sure if you've got up early for us But I know it's early over in Zurich So many thanks for joining us Charles And, and may the rest of your life sincerely be the best of your life
2: Well thank you so much I certainly appreciate it It's been an absolute pleasure and a joy to be on your program
0: Damo, that's all we've got time for on this edition of 100 Not Out. Remember, folks, we would love to hear your feedback. You can provide it in any number of ways, but the best is to go to our website at www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. Also, if you've loved this episode, which no doubt you have, then please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and also check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. So until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the
3: best of your life.